everybody. Welcome back to the Everyday Wholeness Show with the beautiful Janet Uribe and myself, Karen Stultz. And today it's almost Valentine's Day, the day of love and joy and wonderfulness. Or not. <laughs> or not. So today we decided to start off with a card pulling and I was using the good tarot by um, uh, <laughs> Colette Baron Reed and she's my favorite for cards and such and I pulled temptation or attachment and you know when we are loving what we're doing when we're feeling whole and we're loving what we're doing and the people that we're around and the the things that are filling our souls it is wonderful but sometimes sometimes it is being dependent and being really attached to an outcome and when we can really live a whole life is when we can just acknowledge what is going on without necessarily being attached to it. One of my other mentors uh, or, or coaches from way back when always said, be committed, not attached. So I'm going to read you what this temptation attachment is and see how it works especially just before Valentine's Day. See where it fits in into your life. The material world is my playground, but I need to be careful not to be attached to the outcomes. This is a warning to me to watch for excesses and know what's not healthy for me. And when this card shows up, it is a sign that I am focused on the material realm and need to be aware of any excesses or addictive behaviors, my own or those of others. How cool is that, Janet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know me, girl. We we needed to hear that. Oh, yeah. We're... And I have such an addictive nature. <laughs> We all do. We all do. Guys, it does not have to be alcohol, sex, gambling. It does not have to be that. It can be M&Ms. It could be um, feeling good. It could be feeling bad. We just get used to something and anything that we do over and over and over again becomes an addiction. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's not to say addictions also can't have a space in your life, right? It's 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 more so when other aspects of your life start to suffer to a detriment mm -hmm. to yourself, your family, or your, you know, to basically what I'll call like the collective and the collective self. Mm -hmm. That's where things start to become more complicated right that's where i feel like the attachment and the temptation can start to really complicate things for us a little bit and so being that we're going to talk about valentines let's talk about star-crossed lovers Ooh, i love it star-crossed <laughs> lovers 
I know a lot of our listeners are exactly that. I have a set of guides that were like, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you have to come over onto YouTube and watch this because her antics here with the guides are are definitely you want to see. (laughs) They're making fun of me. I think it's depressed. I think it's adorable and I'll take it. That's when part it, of the whole too, being able to take the uh, uh, humorousness that it's being given in, accepting <laughs> it for what it is, not to put you down, but because it's fun. Oh my gosh, it's coming in. I can feel it in my nose, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's so funny. They're making fun of me. I'll use this as an example. When it comes to my partner, I just get like. Oh, I just get all like smoochy and just like really into it. And I, and I Jekyll and Hyde. Okay. Guys, one of my students the other day was like, what's your sign? I said, cancer. And she says, oh, you must be emotional. And, <laughs> and I said, yeah. And, <laughs> and your point is, and, and <laughs> um, you're right. You called it. And so I fluctuate and go like on this ebb and flow roller coaster ebb and flow. Mine's just really wild. Okay. Has the loops and it goes backwards and all the things in between, um, between, Oh, I'm in love and you're the best. And and I dance circles of joy and frolicky love nature and like touchy feely things. And then (laughs) all of these attachments to outcome. So my friends, what are these attachments to outcome? Well, like there's this programming that we tend to have as humanity that the relationship should go a certain way, should look a certain way, should last a certain time for us to call it successful. And should, so, guys, should. Uh-huh. 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 Are who, you shooting on yourself? Who, yeah. who made up <laughs> those shoulds? <laughs> Sometimes I am shooting all over myself. And so- the idea being, um, I fluctuate in this chaos and my poor partner's like along for the ride of like, I mean, sometimes you're so into it. And then some days it feels like it's like burning to a crashing halt. And the reason I get there is because of temptation and attachment, which is when Karen's reading this card, I was like, I better take some notes. <laughs> <laughs> and I get there because, you know, I am tempted by this relationship in so many ways. I would love to get lost in it regularly and not show up to you lovely people to speak to you today and maybe just not go to work and you know maybe just not cook dinner for my kids and then sometimes I'm like overperformer in the other place like almost negating the relationship because I don't want to face my feelings mm-hmm. um and there's these addictive tendencies that I have both in work and life that like I just get so fixated that I will also not pay attention to how it's so focused on the material ideas listen to that like the card itself talks about materials and we might think of materials as home and excess and, and so many things, but think about how many material ideas you have that when your real life is not flowing in what you should be seeing, what you would like to see, you know, the shoulds, the shoulds, the shoulds, the needs, the needs, the needs, the have tos that suddenly you're out of balance. Yeah, And that's when I show up to a session with Karen, I'm like, listen, Karen. And she's like, what if we look at it this way? 
Reframing is what it is all about. If, if you write down all of the things that. Hey, Karen, real quick. We're gonna have to edit this. Um, reframing, reframing is what it's all about. And then you went into. Oh, no. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then it went into if. So if you want to start off at. Okay. Reframing is what it's all about. And then if. So reframing is what it's all about. And if you actually look at something and it feels good inside, and this is the time to love. And I'm talking about loving yourself first. So feel good inside. And if it is not feeling all that good inside, it is time to reframe it. So a lot of my clients come to me with the feeling of lack, the lack of a relationship, the lack of true love. And if you can reframe that of rather than I should have, I should have somebody in my life by now that I absolutely adore and adores me. I should have this. I should have that. Uh, they should. That's another big one. They should be doing this for me. I have somebody, but they should be doing it better. And just look at yourself and reframe that to something like, um, I am attracting the perfect person into my world. Somebody who I love as much as they love me, who cares about me, gives me my space. And I'm attracting it each and every day. And that feels really darn good. And I love myself for not buying into the idea that I have to take whatever I get. Don't have to take whatever you get. You get to choose. You get to decide. And whatever you decide, that is perfect. Absolutely perfect. And if it is not something that you really want, I, for me, I don't know about you, Janet, probably. I, th I think we both have done this. But I know I have for a long time. I'd say, all right. So I got just what I asked for. I need to tweak this a little bit. Thank you very much. This is not <laughs> quite what I was asked. It is. It was everything I asked for. But all right, now I am clearer. I, I understand more. I'm not going to be attached to the outcome so much, but I am learning along the way. And that just feels good. That feels whole. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, also consider this, friends, what may be healthy for one person may not necessarily be healthy for you as it relates to outcomes or material ideas and, you know, any addictive behaviors and attachments that you might have. Because where some attachments may show up in your life as part of your curriculum that you're here to break up with. It may not be part of someone else's curriculum. 
Bottom line, stay in your own lane. <laughs> stay in your own lane. For those of you who are only listening, I just pointed to myself. And just observe where you may have some addictive tendencies, where you may be attached to how things are going and understand and make some connected connected dots for yourself with this with this attachment or with this commitment or with this behavioral addiction and see does it serve me because maybe it does maybe it doesn't I know we've talked about this in the past Karen like sometimes we come in and we're just as healers or as the wounded healer as the shadow worker as whatever we're like we've got to heal this maybe The universe will really bring stuff to your plate when it's time to heal. Okay. It's going to feel crazy. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel ugly. It's going to feel all of these things you don't like. And that's probably time to heal that. But there are some things, behaviors, maybe even addictions that that maybe do serve you somehow, but still look for the balance within it. Yeah. And I guarantee you, if, if you are experiencing any of these things, it is serving you. It yeah. is serving you. So take responsibility. It's okay. You're strong enough to do it. It's no one else's fault. If these things are affecting you, it's time to take responsibility and say, yes, this is not in my highest good, but I am choosing to hang on to it because mm. I need it. Dang, girl. Speaking of which, and this will probably be one of my last stories, but like this one hits home, that statement right there. Yesterday, I was very overwhelmed, very strict, not, not good like I am today. <laughs> I was in a spiral of energy and chaos and frustration and worry, and I had just taken it out in every direction possible. And then finally, And what this was related to was 1099s. I had never filed a 1099 for a contractor before. I used to be married to someone that did that for me. And then I hired some accountants that did it for me. And then I fired those accountants. And here I am. Why did I do it? Why did I fire the accountants, guys? Because I happen to be addicted to chaos, okay? Because I'm addicted to the story that I have to do all this shit on my own. People don't come in to rescue my business. I'm here to do that. So I'm like looking at myself at that time in judgment and pain and frustration. And finally, I just surrender because my computer crashed. And then I finally got it back up. My internet went down and then my computer wasn't working again. And then my laptop wasn't working. And so then I thought, okay, I give up a friend of mine. My very dear friend calls and says, oh, well, just come over and I'll do that for you. She's an accountant. And I say, Oh, okay. So I grab a salad and a smoothie and food and I bring it over there to her and she just does it for me. What's fascinating is she was in pain before I got there. I don't know how my healing abilities work, but this oftentimes happens. I get there and her pain goes away after she helps me. And my mental, emotional pain went away after she helped me. So the universe literally put me in this scenario for me to start observing, Janet, why were you negating yourself? Why were you not seeking out for help? Oh, because you're addicted and in attachment to how things are supposed to go or what makes you perceive yourself as this strong, independent woman. Well, strong, independent woman went and reached out to her other strong, independent friend woman (laughs) to support each other. And I was able to see, oh, it was my storyline that delayed this until the day before it's due. (laughs) 
to even to even like avoid attempting to get that type of help. So it's really fascinating what we'll do for ourselves or to ourselves or create and chaos for ourselves. Because one, I'm addicted to chaos. Two, I'm addicted to busy. Three, I'm addicted to the story. Addicted. <laughs> well, and, and again, it is the choice, right? It serves you. You get it done. Yeah. But it is important. What happens is that you you step back too. You tried everything under the sun. The universe is saying, uh, no, no, we need, we need something else. You were hurting, frustrated, angry, and rightfully so. No, no judgment here. Absolutely. I totally, I, I would have gone crazy, but you were smart enough to be open and say, I am not good when somebody asks you. And we talked about that last week. I am not good. And hey, you got the answers that you needed. You got the help you needed. Yeah. And yeah. And, and maybe, maybe, Janet, maybe the addictive behavior might have gotten a little bit of a release. Maybe one yeah. of those chains in there. Yeah had gotten really open the link the link is now open a little you know bit. what they showed it to me when I was little and I was out of line my mom would give me like this little this little they call uh -huh. it a piña scon it's like a pinch uh -huh. and I would get one of those and really that's what I felt when I was like oh wait I'm trying to do too <laughs> it was this little okay I see I, I see I see um I feel like I'm gonna play a game for our listeners out there, as you start to get to know us and eventually maybe find a way to contact me, send me a white flag so that I can raise it physically. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So See, my honey, surrender to the universe. <laughs> hey, I, I love it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. We need to make that available. The white flags of surrender, which does not mean giving up. No. It means letting go of needing to do this at this moment in time because mm -hmm. if you do it at the exact right moment all of a sudden everything goes so easily and yes. obviously your friend also needed to have that uh release the release of her headache yeah yeah it's fascinating how it all works but you know, there's higher wisdom that's constantly in the know, way more in the know than what than what we think we know. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, but I'll get in the wrestling ring with it, you know, pretty regularly. <laughs> and, and I'm usually the one that's humbled by it. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? That can become an addiction too. Uh-huh, it because can. the solution feels so good and you're so humbled and and I I I say you in in fact it's me as well I mean we are mirrors for each other and and all of you out there if this is resonating it's a mirror so recognizing that the solution feels so good and the idea that we can't get this solution that feels so good, we can't get this good feeling unless we're in chaos. Yeah. 
Um, so I will stay addicted to chaos so that I can feel good when the solution shows up. No, there are better ways of doing that, healthier ways of doing that and and more productive ways of doing that. And that's what Janet and I work with in in the um, wholeness magic and mm. our programs in wholeness magic and the magical tea party. There are ways that we share to feel good whatever that may be for you honor when you're not feeling so good, because after all, we're human. If we walked around feeling good all the time, it, 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 it becomes almost nauseating. People want to get away from you because they can't deal with all that goodness showing up all the time. We wouldn't have friends or anything else. So it's good to have that opposite side. It, it really is. is. It really is. And I, you know, I want to almost add this one little thing that I keep hearing to share. Um, when I was in college, there were all these little excerpts that you'd learn about studies and case studies about addiction and your psychology classes and um, especially child psychology, which we're all children. Okay. That, that part of ourselves is always programmed in there. And so what was interesting is they did, would do studies with monkeys and uh, give them like, you know, anything from like cocaine milk to just regular milk. And as long as like there was just the like the milks that were available to them, the only stimulation that they would get was the, the cocaine milk, right? Like the drugged milk, because this other milk was delicious, but this one had like a stimulant with it. So, but there was nothing going on in their cage. But if they had a mother in the cage, if they had a, a puppet mother, like a stuffed animal mother, not a real mother, they would almost pick the cage that had the mother over the food, right? So the, the reason I'm bringing this up and I'm about to bring a second one up is that we prefer intimacy, closeness, connection than we more so than we do the addiction, mm -hmm. right? So these are things that can get in the way. I'll give you another study was like one done with rats and same thing, they gave the rat cocaine water and then they gave the rat regular water same thing the rat would in, in an isolated cage they go to this to the drugged water because it was stimulating it was fulfilling something but then there was this one scientist who said let's make a rat paradise what happens if we make a rat paradise and then put the rat in the same conditions we'll have like the rat wheel and rat socialization we'll have rat sex corner like they put everything in there okay rat entertainment rat socialization Right. So they put everything in there for the rat and the rat very rarely visited the water. It became more of a maybe occasional drugged like cocaine water um, recreational type of visit. <laughs> they drank their regular water balanced every day and then visited all of the other areas of their life. Everything from downtime to stimulation. So the idea being this, when we're balanced when we're addressing various areas of our life and we feel fulfilled in those areas and we're stimulating ourselves and growing in those areas, and then the brain doesn't necessarily need the addiction anymore. Which to me, friends, I'm still learning. <laughs> and that's okay. That's yeah. part of being whole. As long as we are growing, learning, and 
recognizing that we do have the power to change. We yeah. are the only ones that can change. There are, we can't necessarily change our circumstances all the time, but we always can change the way we look at those circumstances. Absolutely. Fill yourself with love. We're close enough to Valentine's Day. Fill yourself with love. Love yourself. Honor yourself and be whole, my friends. Love you.